0: This is Eastern North Carolina's longest-running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, The Gavigan Agency, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Pepsi, Seared Chop House, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers. EMS Builders and the Rick House. And now, here's Brian Bailey.
1: Good Monday, everyone. Exciting times in East Carolina as the Pirates are set to go bowling. Finally, once again, for the first time since the 2014 season, the Pirates are headed to a bowl game. They're headed to the Military Bowl for the second time in Pirate football history. Steve Beck is the president and executive director of the Military Bowl. He's going to join us live in just a few minutes. The Military Bowl is set for Monday, December the 27th at 2.30 on ESPN. All kinds of activities, all of the activities, by the way, kind of Hot. All the activities will be held in Washington, D.C., and the game itself will be played in Annapolis, Maryland. And the Pirates, of course, had success at Navy a couple of weeks ago, so they're looking forward to returning on that trip. So we'll talk with Steve Beck, the president and executive director of the Military Bowl, and then coming up in our second half hour, we'll preview the Eastern Finals in high school football. Will Bland, the head coach, J.H. Rose, will join us. He's got a rematch coming up with the Jacksonville Cardinals, and that'll be some kind of game. It's been some kind of playoff run for those rampants, so we'll talk about about that coming up later on in our show but kicking things off will be the president and executive director of the military bowl steve beck and that's coming up for you right after this
2: what you got there dad oh man the new bacon mania lineup from papa
3: john's Oh, it's the triple bacon pizza, topped with full strips of bacon. Woo! that smell of bacon through the house has everyone showing up. And I mean everyone. (laughs) It's the season of bacon at Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. You'll save a whole, whole, whole lot of money with Christmas cash savings from Bostic Sugg Furniture. Spruce up your home in style and save up to 15% off storewide, plus six months special financing, or choose 48 months special financing. Give yourself the gift of better sleep on a new mattress with 48 months special financing, plus a wide selection of in-stock and top-of-the-line Serta and Rastonic mattresses. Don't miss Christmas cash savings, going on now at Bostic Sugg Furniture.
1: BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in Eastern North Carolina. With Blackwood and Mills Creek in Greenville, Dalton's Cove in Farmville, and Belmar in Aiden, these are just a few of the developments featuring BMS Builders' homes. They can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or East Carolina football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes, and they can build yours as well. BMS Builders. Give them a call at 916-1578 for BMS Builders. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency, and you guys have been taking care of my home and auto insurance for years, but I've been noticing that's not all you do. First
3: and foremost, Brian, thank you for trusting us to help you and your family with your insurance needs. And you're exactly right. We offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. Let me introduce you to Nathan Brannon, our commercial insurance specialist, and he can tell you about some of the other products we offer. Great to talk with you, Brian. As John mentioned, I specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout Eastern North Carolina. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate
1: about taking care of my fellow pirates. Wow, sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide you just about any coverage a business owner might need. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today for any of your personal or business insurance needs and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares.
3: Burgers, wings, hand-cut, hand-breaded chicken tenders, fresh salads, and cold beer is the starting lineup at Tiebreakers and has been keeping customers happy for 20 years. Tiebreakers Family Atmosphere is the perfect place to come watch your favorite team play while enjoying a great lunch or dinner. In a hurry or looking for catering options? Get Tiebreakers to go. That now includes the new curbside pickup by ordering online at tiebreakersnc.com. Tiebreakers.
0: You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: Hi, welcome back on this Monday. East Carolina headed to the Military Bowl for the second time in pirate football history. Steve Beck is the president and executive director of the Military Bowl, and he joins us now to talk about the upcoming bowl game. Steve, thanks so much for joining us today.
4: Hey, thanks for having me, Brian.
1: When you talk about this military ball, I know you've been with it since the, the very first days. Is this ball where you guys you know, thought about it would be you know, in 2008 when you guys first started it?
4: Well, if you would have asked me if we would have been around you know, 14 years later, I would say no way back then. But uh, it's really morphed into this uh, great bowl game with a great mission and purpose. And we're very proud of what we've uh, been able to accomplish.
1: Right now, the big question around town is: is which team will the Pirates play? We know they'll be from the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, is is there a, a short list you guys have, or, or what is the pecking order now for the ACC?
4: Well, we got our eyes on you know several teams, um, and it, it, we really won't know until Sunday, uh, Selection Sunday. Um, but you know, we're eyeing right now. It's looking like it could be Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina boston college or louisville i would say that i feel confident that it will be one of those schools but we really won't know until the bowls above us uh make their selections
1: and and that's how it comes down as far as the atlantic coast conference goes those bowls will will make their selections from the acc and then uh where where is the the military bowl as far as the the pecking order after that i mean where, where do you guys land with the ACC?
4: Well, we're the first one in, uh, there's a group of three above us. So that's the Belt Bowl, the um, Sun Bowl, and the Pinstripe Bowl. So, um, you know, so we're like number seven after the college football playoff. So it all starts there. So, if, as an example, Notre Dame, which is part of the, the ACC Bowl lineup, if they get chosen for the college football playoffs, then Probably, you know, the winner of the Pitt Wake Forest game will probably go to the Orange Bowl, and then it goes down from there to the Camping World Bowl, and then the uh, San Diego Holiday Bowl, and then the uh, the, uh, Tax Player Bowl, and then the three bowls that I mentioned previously, and then that'll come our selection. But we should have a choice of uh, probably five or six teams
1: and those would be you know, great regional matchups. Obviously the North Carolina matchup for our East Carolina fans would be, uh, intriguing plus Virginia tech or Virginia. Uh, either one of those teams would have a lot of regional interest, wouldn't they?
4: Oh yeah. Um, you know, we've sold out four to the last six years and, uh, you know, we, we expect to sell out this year. I mean, ticket sales are just going phenomenal just with East Carolina. Uh, So we're very excited. If we can get a regional selection, you know, uh, I think this place is going to be jamming. There'll be a lot of purple. I'll tell you, back in 2010, I mean, uh, ECU played Maryland. I I think ECU had just as many fans there as Maryland did, which is just right down the road. And it was really, and we had 38,000 for that game. So, you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of purple and gold in the crowd that day yeah
1: and and this this crowd at at east carolina and in greenville is just starving for success and starving for the days of you know going to bowl games so this is the first under mike houston a lot of folks looking forward to it It, it's it's not a i don't think it's a simple drive but it's not a real difficult drive to get to annapolis and uh the date of the bowl game just after christmas you can go through your christmas holidays and do everything you want to do with christmas and then you can hop in the car and you know it's it's a great chance to see a bowl game because a lot of people never get a chance to see a bowl game a lot of chances to see bowl games you know are minimal because of the the games that are involved you know the, the conferences like like the hawaii bowl i mean i was fortunate enough to go in seven for the hawaii bowl which was great for me but for most people it was almost impossible but this is a bowl game that people can get to and that's a big plus too
4: yeah it really is we're so happy for ecu and and for mike uh you know coach houston was is very familiar with the military bowl foundation we honored him in 2017 as the college coach of the year he's been to our dinner a few times and uh, like i said just couldn't be happier for everybody down there i mean uh and it, it i mean look at the look at you know better than me the way their season went i mean there were arguably three games that could have gone the other way that were losses you know and they could be right up there in the talk uh so I, I see them, and they're young. Uh, I mean, I see them just getting better and better, and it, it's great that they're starting off with us, and then you'll know, have to see how the, what the future holds.
1: All right, as far as some of the activities go uh, around the bowl game, when will the
4: teams arrive? Uh, the teams will arrive either the 22nd or the 23rd. So they'll be spending Christmas with us, and we have so much going on. The team hotel for um, East Carolina is the Capitol Hilton, which is two blocks from the White House. Beautiful hotel. Um, so people can experience there's a fan block there uh, and get great rates. Um, you can get that information on our website, militarybull.org. So you can enjoy Washington, D.C., you know, for the whole time or a couple days and then go up to Annapolis. We have the, um, the Graduate Hotel in Annapolis is the fan hotel up there. Um, you know, starting on the 26th, we have the Miracle on Annapolis street, which has the world famous Budweiser Clydesdales, a street fe- festival with music, games, fun. Um, you can park at the stadium and walk on over. And then we have later on that day, a scavenger hunt and a pub crawl in downtown Annapolis. Um, then on game day, we start with the tailgate starts at nine. We have an official military bowl parade that steps up city dock, which begins at 10 o'clock and goes through historic downtown Annapolis, and it leads right up to the stadium, and the Clydesdales will be there as well. We'll have Medal of Honor recipients, youth football teams, marching bands, community groups, all, all sorts of activities, about 70-some groups that will be there, and, you know, the streets are lined with people. It's really just a great atmosphere, and for those that haven't been to Annapolis, uh, a great location for a bowl game. I mean, you can walk down from the hotel and from the stadium to restaurants and shops, and it's, it really does have a special feel.
1: You know, it's interesting. This is the first year that I've been able to travel with the football team. And so on Friday nights, when we get to the to town, we pretty much uh, did a pub crawl for each one of the games that we went to. So uh, that will be, that will be a lot of fun. What What is that's at four o'clock on that Sunday after Christmas. Uh, what all does that entail?
4: Well, different, um, Budweiser is the sponsor of it and, and a bunch of their bars have specials, uh, like pretty much every bar you go into down there, and there's a lot of them in downtown Annapolis if you've been there. So you go every few every few stores and you'll have them. so So uh, they'll just have specials in there, and, and, and all kind of fans will be walking the streets. I mean, there will be thousands of fans walking the streets, and it just makes for – we'll have flags lining the main street of each team, and um, it's a very festive atmosphere and just, like I said, just a great place to hold a bowl game.
1: Steve Beck, the president and executive director of the Military Bowl, joining us to talk about the big bowl game for East Carolina. The Pirates against an opponent to be named from the Atlantic Coast Conference, most likely uh, between Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Louisville, and Boston College. We've seen a little bit of that from all of the prognosticators throughout the uh, the month, actually, doing their bowl picks and that kind of thing. But That's been pretty much what we've seen the entire time. As far as what the players do uh, when they get to town, where are the pre- practices for the players for the teams
4: uh practice will be at a local high school probably st john's uh high school um which is right down the road in uh, off connecticut avenue military uh road so it's a very short drive for them but they we'll, we have welcome receptions for them we have game rooms set up for them uh, we have a pack for troops which we do on christmas day which is with the USO, and we send packages overseas um to men and women in uniform um, that are unable to make it home for the holidays, uh, boy, we have so much activities for them. Going to the African-American Museum, um, and I'm probably forgetting a couple other things. We have a spouse's event that we put on. We'll have some events for kids, and the hotel is, like I said, beautiful, centrally located, right there, you know, two blocks from everything. So it's a, it's really a special spot, and I know we have a very good uh, fan rate for fans that want to and stay at the team hotel as well.
1: Yeah, I think I saw that the, the the fan rate, it seemed it was like 119 a night or something like that, which if you're talking about downtown D.C. at any time of the year, that's uh, that's really a cheap rate, but that's something I think most Pirate fans uh, would be able to afford. Don't quote me on that rate, but I saw something on the website earlier today when I was trying to do some research uh, to have you on as the president and executive director for the Military Bowl. Uh, this is a bowl game that is it's a little odd as far as, as having all of your events in D.C. and then playing the game in another venue how far are you guys from annapolis
4: it's about 40 minutes and we do have buses that leave from the hotel and go right down to the stadium so travel is not an issue i would highly recommend that um parking at navy stadium it's again we expect a jam-packed crowd it gets tough down there um there are some great parking opportunities that people don't know about the one is the weston hotel which is less than a half a mile away they have underground parking there, a uh, lot of parking. And then there's Germantown Elementary that has, I believe, around 800 spaces, which is about a quarter mile away, too. So if we get up there and get closer to the game and parking sold out, you know, don't despair. There are a couple other options, and we'll have those listed up on our website.
1: And, you know, it's funny you say that about the parking. Uh, the first time that East Carolina beat Navy, which was around 2009, I want to say, or maybe 2010 that season but that season I drove up for the game and parked and, and I'm one of those guys that when I get to a new place I'm just I'm just looking around and checking everything out not paying any attention to where I was at and I got totally lost after the game trying to find media parking and none of the plebes down there they they didn't know anything about media parking for football so it took me about 45 minutes to find that car but we finally found it and, and it's as you said we drove in on the bus when we were there this year and it was packed with tailgaters and and you know just just a lot of people out and about from the Navy-East Carolina game this past year, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was really a cool scene with all the tailgating going on and everything because the Navy folks love their football as well. They have had a disappointing season this past year, but I know the folks in Annapolis really like college football.
4: They really do. I mean, they came out for that game, and Navy only won two, ga- two games. I think they were 2-7 and seven at the time uh, when they played-, played East Carolina. And what a great game that was. I mean, Navy – That's the thing with Navy. They only won two games they could have beaten and maybe arguably should have beaten Cincinnati, you know? And then they play you guys real tough. It comes down to the 54 yard field goal at the end. I mean, really exciting, really exciting to watch. And you're right. The people there, they just show up in droves to watch Navy.
1: Will there be press conferences for the coaches and, and, and players and that kind of thing leading up to the event? I know some bowls, some bowls do, some bowls don't. But but a lot of times we've gone to bowl games. There'll be you know after it won't be necessarily an after practice. You know you, you just get the coach. There'll be formal press conferences. You guys have that?
4: Uh, We do set up. I believe we'll have one formal press conference. But the coaches are very available. I mean. uh, this is a time for them to promote their universities you know promote their students and uh student athletes and 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 they're they're out there as much as they need to be so uh i, I know mike has been very progressive with that too, and uh we've talked to him about you know possibly coming up even before uh before the game like in another week or so, and uh you know maybe he can hit us on the way doing some recruiting because I know you guys have some local d m v talent down there as well.
1: Yeah, they'll recruit just about anywhere. I know Coach Houston's very excited. He spoke to the basketball crowd at half, before halftime during one of the timeouts on Saturday and kind of trying to, to drum up support. And he actually tweeted something out this morning. You probably have already seen that, but there's been already over 1,000 tickets sold from the East Carolina side for the Military Bowl. So how many tickets do each team, how many tickets are they allotted each
4: team? Uh, it's between eight and ten thousand each team. So yeah, we recommend that you you support your university and buy them from East Carolina, uh, and then hopefully, uh, like they did last time. I believe their allotment last time was nine thousand tickets, and they went they went through that in quick time, and then they, people have to come to us to buy the whatever's left. And that's we hope we're in that situation. We believe we'll be in that situation. You know it was great to be able to announce ECU early uh, gives them a little jump start on uh, you know on some suites and some tickets so uh, that was that was really good to be able to announce them uh, on Saturday.
1: If you're just joining us, this is Steve Beck. He's the president and executive director of the Military Bowl. Big day coming up on Sunday, December the 26th. And Steve touched on some of these events, but let's go over them very quickly before we let uh, Steve go on this Monday. From 11 to 3 on Sunday, December the 26th is the Miracle on Annapolis Street. It features the Budweiser Clydesdales. That, that would be a real treat just to see, to see the horses out there. But that's kind of like a, a big, you know, just a big party, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's a big street festival. I mean, in the the past, we've had up to 10,000 people there. First year we ran it, we were saying, okay, well, let's try you know, maybe get 500 people or something. (laughs) It was 10,000 people. The streets were just jammed, and they got up close and personal with the Clinesdales, and yeah, they are some impressive animals, and uh, they they really bring the people out.
1: So that's at 11 to 3 on Sunday, the day after Christmas, and then that afternoon as well, the Military Bowl scavenger hunt. Uh, What does that entail?
4: Well, we'll put a list of things that people have to find throughout the city, and there's a little contest, and then that leads right into the pub crawl, which you know, all the bars will have specials going on trying to get you into their establishment. And you know, I would just recommend going in to a bunch of different places. I mean, it's really a fun time. Like I said, the, the, the places will be just jam-packed with fans, and it'll be a, be a great environment.
1: And there's a lot of history with uh, the city of Annapolis. Uh, Annapolis serving as the U.S. Capitol in 1783 and 1784, let alone fact there. So uh, that part of the history, just the the whole deal with the U.S. Naval Academy right there and all the tradition and the pomp and circumstance that goes along with a Navy football game. I've, I've told people for years, you better put it on your bucket list and you need to get there because I've been there twice now. But just to see you know, the cadets march onto the field and, and just, to, just to get a feel for that it's really just a, a, a different atmosphere for college football, and I think it meant a lot to the kids at East Carolina to get a chance to see that up close and personal.
4: Yeah, it's a special place. Uh, the, the stadium, you know, they have all the, I think it's Lou Holtz that said, you know, he's up there reading all the battles on the, on the uh, you know, uh, on the wall. Um, it, it surrounds the stadium, basically, all the battles, and he said something to the effect of, you know, I don't know that much about this team, but they sure play a hell of a schedule. So, but, you know, there's all kind of um, memorials and things. Just to walk around the stadium is really uh, impactful. We have a terrific pregame with a giant flag. We'll have uh, Team Fast Track comes in, which is uh, led by Dana Bowman, a double amputee that parachutes into the game. And it, it uh, we have voices of service from USO. They're going to sing the national anthem. All, all kind of stuff going on. So I, one thing I recommend is get there early, watch the parade, Get there to the tailgate. Enjoy our huge tailgate, which will be out in the blue side parking lot. And then come into the stadium early to to see some of the exciting things we have going on.
1: Yeah and really if you're a pirate fan, they're well known uh, tailgaters throughout the year. So it's, it sounds like a bowl that, that really fits what they you know what they like to do, what Pirate Nation likes to do to enjoy themselves on, on something like that. And really when you look at it, it's a, it's a TV window that you guys pretty much have the entire nation's attention because that Monday there'll be a lot of folks you know that have the day off because of Christmas being on the weekend. So you've got a pretty good TV window too.
4: Yes, we do. A later start for us, usually we're at a 1 o'clock start, so a 2.30 start, you know, leading into Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's going to be pretty, and we'll still have the sun out there for most of the time, which, uh, you know, I haven't looked at the weather lately, but earlier they were calling for 51 and sunny, so I'm hoping that's still the case
1: that would be nice because it got a little it wasn't frosty at navy a couple of weeks ago but it got a little cool for uh all the southern boys that were up there for that east carolina navy game steve anything else you want to tell the pirate nation the pirate fans as they uh, try to make their plans to come up to the uh, military Bowl?
4: we're just like i said super excited to have ecu back in back in, and we expect that whole side of the stadium just to be, be filled with purple and gold and uh and be as rambunctious as they always are. It's going to be a great, great time. Like I said, really look forward to it.
1: Steve Beck, the president and executive director of the Military Bowl, joining us on this Monday. Steve, thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks.
4: Thank you for
1: your time. I appreciate it. All right. Steve Beck, the president and executive director from the Military Bowl in Annapolis, Maryland, as East Carolina gets set to face an ACC team, probably among these five Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Louisville, and Boston College. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back with more on our show on this Monday right after this. This is Martin Truex Jr. And as a NASCAR Cup Series champion, I love one-stop shopping. When I need fresh tires or fuel during a race, my pit crew takes care of everything. Off the track, I have an auto owner's independent agent. They handle all my
0: insurance in one place, car, home, life, and business. Get your own pit crew
1: and find a local agency with auto owner's insurance. This is Norm Bryant with Town Insurance in Greenville. Call me today at 756-8300. Go Pirates.
3: Great food, great atmosphere, and great service is Ottavola Market Cafe. Ottavola is simply a restaurant that focuses on that, being a great restaurant. There's something for everyone at Ottavola. The menu offers a variety of great choices like pastas, pizzas, sandwiches, soups, salads, and seasonal rotating selections. Lunch or dinner, Ottavola is always the right call. Call ahead and get Ottavola to go, or stop by the bar for a drink with friends. It's simple. Come and eat at Ottavola Market Cafe, Redbanks Road next to Food Lion, and Market.com. Ottavola, pirates supporting pirates.
1: This is a public notice, a public notice. Only discount mattress and furniture, 1501 Evan Street in Greenville. Every single item must be sold at pennies on the dollar. Up to 75% off mattresses, furniture,
2: wall-to-wall. Only discount mattress and furniture, all wood chest, $99. Computer desk, $99. Nightstands, $49. Dianette says table and four chairs, $199.
1: Chairs, in tables, coffee tables, $20. Hurry, when it's gone, it's gone. Winning is not everything. It's the only thing.
3: Warren's Hot Dog Pizza. Homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, are you ready for some Warren's hot dogs? Warren's Original Hot and Judy's Mild Sweet Chili Hot Dogs have been the official hot dog of sports fans for over 30 years. Pick up a tailgate special this football season of 10 or more hot dogs for only $1.50 each. Warren's in Greenville across from Ron Ayers Motorsports and the new Chaka location next to the fire department. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates pirate radio and you write that down because when you're at east carolina you go for it every time or you don't coach at east carolina you don't come to east carolina you don't play at east carolina with a weak heart write it
0: the voice of the pirate nation (laughs) you're listening to the brian bailey show now back to brian
1: Welcome back to our show on this Monday. The big elephant in the room, obviously, is what's going on at Virginia Tech as far as their coaching search is concerned. Mike Houston's name has come up on several message boards uh, out of Blacksburg saying that he is their choice. We don't believe that is true at this time. I did reach out to Coach Houston uh, late this morning with a text message just to say, is there anything we can report at this time? And he just texted me back about five minutes ago and said he's going to address everything at his coach's show tonight. So you'll get some more information from Mike Houston himself coming up on his coaching show tonight. Just thinking from the outside of the box, if he's going to go on the coaching show, I don't think he's going to go on his own coaching show and say that he's going to go to Virginia Tech. So my thinking is that this is much ado about nothing. But uh, stranger things have happened. Just look at Lincoln Riley, who looked right at everybody and said, I'm not going to be the next coach at LSU. And he told the exact truth because Lincoln Riley is now headed to Southern Cal in Los Angeles, USC. He's a Trojan. He landed. He and his family landed about uh, about an hour and a half ago, and they'll have a press conference coming up at 6 o'clock Eastern time as the former East Carolina offensive coordinator has landed himself a new job. He is out at Oklahoma and now the new head coach at USC. I have not seen those numbers yet, but I know they are astronomical, but congratulations to uh, Lincoln Riley, his wife Caitlin, and their uh they got a sweet, sweet young family and uh, Lincoln is absolutely rolling in it. Uh, The offensive coordinator at East Carolina at one point and now look what he's doing. He's at USC. But that press conference is set for 6 o'clock tonight and Coach Houston says he will address any and all rumors coming up tonight on his radio show. So we'll check that out and see how everything goes with that. But as we said, there were some reports this weekend, and maybe Houston is on that list, and maybe you know this thing will drag on because when you have success, one of the bad things about having success is that your name's thrown out. And this year, it just seems like it's crazy. I mean, Duke needs a new coach, Virginia Tech needs a new coach. You know, Mike Houston obviously is a great coach, and it's a regional tie-in. Houston has ties with the Virginia Tech athletic director, obviously, who was at James Madison. So uh, we'll have to see how this whole thing plays out but as we said coach houston did return the text and said he will address everything coming up later on tonight on his radio show all right let's take another commercial break right now we'll come back we're going to preview the eastern finals in high school football will bland the outstanding head coach at jh rose is going to join us we'll talk about that more thoughts on the coaching carousel and more after this I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners. Whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities.
3: Seared Chop House is Greenville's newest restaurant and the city's only true chop house. We combine a remarkable menu with an unrivaled atmosphere. Seared, a quality-driven experience highlighting a thoughtful approach to locally sourced ingredients and hearty, flavor-rich cuisine. We're firing up the grill at Seared, Greenville's only true chop house. Come see us, Fire Tower Road at Bell's Fork or searedchophouse.com.
0: Hey Pirate Nation, be sure you have the best comfortable shoes this tailgate season with a stop at Flea Feet. This is EC alum Chris Lunyon, owner of Flea Feet of Greenville, and we provide solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Flea Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures arch height, width, and more. Come visit us on Greenville Boulevard in the Public Shopping Center right near the stadium. Be sure to run with us on Facebook and Instagram. Flea Feet, we run for you. Go Pirates!
3: The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier American-style restaurant and bourbon bar. Join us at the Rick House for mouth-watering steaks and made-from-scratch pastas. Check out the 16-ounce Cowboy Steak and our Seafood Delight Pasta. The Rick House is open for lunch daily from 11 to 2, Monday through Friday. Take a break from your workday with lunch at the Rick House. Join us for our legendary brunch on Sundays from 10 to 2. The Rick House, American Provisions and Spirits, 710 Red Banks Road, beside the bowling alley in Greenville.
4: Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey Show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates!
0: It's bow time. You've probably heard folks say, don't call it a comeback. But at Bojangles, we don't like to beat around the bush. So when the sizzling, savory pork chop grillers back in all its tender, marinated, chili lime glory, and you can get a pork chop griller combo for just $4.59, go ahead. Call it a comeback. Get a legendary pork chop griller combo for just $4.59. Only at Bojangles. It's bow time.
1: This is Holt Nailers, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation.
0: You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: All right, welcome back on this Monday. Let's talk high school football now. The Eastern Finals coming up on Friday night. It's a rematch in the Big Carolina three A four A for J. H. Rose and the Cardinals of Jacksonville. And Will Bland, the fine coach at Rose joins us. And coach, I tell you, man, this winning and this advancing in the playoffs is coming pretty easy for you guys, isn't it? <laughs>
2: I think they're just peaking at the right time. You know, all the coaches said that you want to play your best football in the, in the playoff, and I think right now we are playing some of our best football and just look forward to just keep improving each week, for the at least for the last two games.
1: Rose knocks off Scotland County forty nine twenty eight going into this game, and you talked about it with us last week on the show. I mean, you know, Scotland County is one of those places that you know they have great football. Playing down there is very, very difficult. You had them at home, uh, and, and they put up a pretty good fight, but you guys just seem to make the big plays when you needed to.
2: Yeah, and, and hats off to them. They, um, they came in. They came well prepared. I know Coach Bradley does a good job down there. Um, like we said before, they're going to run the ball, and they they wanted to run the ball early. They started off real good. Um, we were very fortunate to get a big uh, penalty on our first drive, which capitalized, and I think our defense settled in a little bit to give us a, um, a seven-point lead. So, you know, with a run team like those that we play, it's kind of hard – You catch up against a team that throws the ball and you're not used to um, seeing that and you're not used to throwing the ball yourself. So um, they did hats off to our defense for doing a great job, and then our offense has steadily improved each week.
1: And yeah, we have several teams from Eastern North Carolina still in these playoffs. And I really thought that the number would shrink because of the fact that we didn't, you know, reclassify everything and, and divide the classifications this year. It's 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A. Uh, Tarboro's not officially in our market, but the Vikings, 12 1, uh, they're the top seed in the East. They're going to play Pender for that Eastern final coming up on Friday night. Wallace Rose Hill is in our market. Wallace Rose Hill to the South. They're 12 2, taking on Princeton. And Princeton is just on the, the outside of our market. Rose and Jacksonville are both both, uh, very much so in our market and very good football programs, very good schools, uh, very important athletic programs in our market the way we cover things and then uh, in the 4A play Cardinal Gibbons and Roseville. So you look at this matchup with Jacksonville a rematch from the Big Carolina 3A-4A so I'll give you another chance to to use your SEC line because this Big Carolina 3A-4A we thought it was going to be a very very good conference back in August. It's turned out to be just that and I thought what Jacksonville did by winning on the road at the number one seed in Eastern Alamance. I thought that was really impressive.
2: Oh, it was. And then if you, you watch film on them. They, um, the kids, um, believe, I know they got down 14, nothing, but you, you can see they just kept fighting and they kept fighting. And, um, all of a sudden now you've been able to start using Alamance and you get the ball back and then you start scoring yourself. So, um, I'm uh, very impressed with how they were able to overcome a lot of adversity and then get that big win in overtime.
1: First time you guys played was on September the 28th. Rose wins at 28-21 over Jacksonville and that was kind of a weird deal because you guys had to play on a Tuesday trying to make up games uh, because of different situations so you play on a Tuesday and you guys were coming off a, a huge win. I believe it was over South Central and Jacksonville was coming off of a, a very emotional win and 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 they, they got that was the win over New They come to town on a Tuesday night. You guys were the only show in town on a Tuesday night. That was that was a lot of fun, that game itself was.
2: Oh, it was. I mean, like, it was the only football game that time. And, you know, they were very good. They were undefeated. Just knocked off um Newbern, who was undefeated at that time. Um, so, you know, they were riding high on their motion and everything. And, um, you know, they they had a physical game. Because Newbern, you know, as we all know, they're very tough. They're very good. They're well-coached. They're physical. So, you know, they were very... Um, kind of banged up and stuff, and we just um, we just came off of, I think we was oh, you know, we started all and three and won our first two games. So you know, we trying to write the chip, trying to make sure, hey, all right, now we don't want two games in a row. Let's see if we can get keep pushing it. And you know, with that win over Jacksonville at that point, I think that established the kids that hey, we are a decent football team, we can be good. So let's start preparing like we won the top teams in, um in the state, and then see if we can make a run.
1: How hard was it when you were at practice and you're 0-3? I think it was Southwest Onslow that you guys had for your first win. I don't have your schedule in front of me, but I think that's what it was. And, and, but how hard was it that week at practice? Because you know the season is, is in the balance. I mean, you, know, you keep losing games and you start conference play. As soon as you lose a couple conference games, you know, you're not going to make the playoffs. So you got to right the ship pretty soon. But you're 0-3. How was it at practice that week and trying to get guys to believe that, hey, this is still a good football team?
2: Well, you know, hats off to our, our coach. We got some great um, assistant coaches that kept the kids motivated and stuff. But hats off to some of them. I said, guys, we, do you believe when we was on three that we'll be playing? In the, at that time, it was the fourth round. And they, they were like, Coach to be honest with you, we were thinking about quitting, but <laughs> but hats off to them for staying, um, staying the course, um, listening to the coaches, believing in them what we said. Because you know, at that time, all three of them teams we lost to was still undefeated, and we told them, hey, they undefeated. They, it, it's not like there was any sorry team we just you know sometimes it's the luck of the draw and um they believe in they bought into it, and then all of a sudden we started to get on that little wind streak, and they had a hiccup against New Newver- newburn but now we're rolling again
1: all right jacksonville comes to town at 11 and 2 on the season the only two losses for the cardinals to jh rose and to dh conley and conley went to jacksonville and absolutely pounded the cardinals didn't they
2: They did, and you know, uh, half off the coach named him, He got the boys, I think they played them right after us, uh, I want to say, but um, he got them ready, got them motivated. Um, they went out there. Um, I think um, Jacksonville struggled a little bit with the passing game. You know, Conley's the pass team, so they was able to get some big plays from some of their big guys out there. And then they was able to try to balance off with some of their running. So they went down there, and I think they shocked them, um, the Jacksonville native, quite a bit. So, but that also raised their ship because now they ain't lost ever since they uh, lost to um, Conley. So. You know, they're gonna be they're gonna be ready. Yeah,
1: they did. They righted their ship. They're the thirteenth seed. Rose is the sixth seed. So the Rampants get a home playoff game coming up on Friday night. You guys are gonna go at seven thirty again?
2: Is yes,
1: sir. We're going at 7.30. 7.30 again. We like those 7 o'clock kickoffs. We did like the 7.30 kickoff last week, though, because of the East Carolina game. But uh, 7.30 this week for the J.H. Rose Rampants and the Jacksonville Cardinals uh, in that uh, Eastern Final on the 3A ranks. What do you remember most about playing Jacksonville the first time, that 28-21 win?
2: Um, I remember it as being a physical game. And, I, and the one thing that uh, stands off in my mind is we went down, for, I think, 14 to nothing to Jacksonville. And that game, and then the kids could have folded their tents and stuff, but you know they fought back, we got to score, and then we got to score just before halftime to tie the game up, and then the, the locker room at halftime, how the kids believe, hey, we got a chance, we can call out here, and we can um, uh, at least put forth another effort or try to win this game, and then them coming out there and being able to play a great second half, gives a couple of turnovers, and then being able to hold the ball for seven minutes. To, um, win the
1: game yeah i remember that last drive and that was that was impressive because that's what championship teams do you know when the game's on the line and you got to get that next first down that next first down and, and run that clock out uh, josh Benton is such a great quarterback for Jacksonville i would think he would give you nightmares this week.
2: Oh he does he he does he 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 gives everybody a nightmare. I know he get it's East alamas nightmares, but he's like, um you should got to be able to bottom of you you know you gotta make sure you're a sure tackler with him you um you you got to play assignment football because if you get out of your lane he gonna make you pay." So We want to make sure we play assignment football if you got if it's your job is to watch him watch him if it's your job is to get the pitch man you got the pitch pitch man so if we can do that and we can stay fundamentally sound and then often just keep doing what they've been doing for the last three four weeks then I think we should be all right.
1: I got a trivia question for you I, I think you might I think you were in college at this time. Maybe you were still in high school. I'm not sure how old you are. Let's see how, how you if you know this question. Rose and Jacksonville last met in a playoff game in the first round of the O2 4A playoffs. Do you remember that game?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I was playing the Hadlock. We were going. We we was up in um, Apex.
1: Okay, so you remember the 2002? I thought that was around your playing time. Rampant shut out Jacksonville in that game, forty six nothing. So that was the last time that Rose and Jacksonville met in a playoff game. 2002 in the 4A state playoffs. Both teams now are on the 3A ranks, but uh, that's that's interesting, isn't it?
2: It is, and that's in, you know that's the year that they started to run. That's when um, Rose became that powerhouse and started
1: um, one four in a row. Yep, and we had Brian Blick on when we were at Navy talking about that same thing. He was the, uh, the quarterback, and I, I talked to him that day about his freshman year. They faked a punt, the Rampants did, and, and got a big first down. I told him, I said, that's one of the plays, his whole four-year career, that's the one play I remember. <laughs> he was a freshman when they pulled that off, and he said he was scared to death when they uh, called that play in the huddle, but he was able to get that thing done, and that was the start of those four state championships in a row for J.H. Rose. And now, under Will Bland, perhaps the glory days are back again because these rampants are playing some great football knocking off scotland county 49-28 uh, in the eastern semifinals and they will play the jacksonville cardinals coming up in the eastern final what does it mean to you as a coach in a league where you, you get another uh, team in your league in the eastern finals i mean that that says so much for this big carolina 3a 4a
2: it does. It means that we have a great conference. I mean night like we said before, night in, night night in, night out, you gotta be prepared to play these teams in our conference. Um, we joke about it, we said at the beginning of the year that some it's the SEC and it lived to that standard. like you gotta be able to come out there and you gotta play and it doesn't matter if, you know, Jacksonville came in at the thirteenth seed. um uh, about was in, you know, um uh, Newman was in. Common got in, so you know five of our seventeen was in the playoff this year, and now is right now it's down to uh, two of us, and one of us is guaranteed to, to represent the conference in the state championship. So you know, hats off to both the team, um, or both coach staff that did do, do a great job. So I think it's going to be a exciting game this week
1: somebody brought this to my attention that these guys and and you coaches have coached and played in a lot of football since February and I think that sometimes we forget the fact that we played in the spring last year in high school football and that was one of the most bizarre springs having touchdown Friday on Friday nights in the spring covering East Carolina baseball and high school baseball and everything that was going on at the same time but but you guys have you've watched a lot of film and, and practiced a lot of football over the last several months haven't you?
2: Oh, we have we have. and I was joking with my principal today I said when, um, whenever we get done I'm taking a week off I'm, they're trying to find me
1: if you win if you win a state championship they may give you two weeks off and, and they may even buy you a cruise or something <laughs> When you look at Jacksonville and what this Cardinal team does, they love to run with Benton, the quarterback, the option, and they do a nice job with that. The key to the game when you guys won 28-21 were the Cardinal turnovers. If they don't turn the football over, they're tough to beat.
2: They are, they are, and uh, and that last drive against us at, at the beginning, um, midway through the season, they were driving the ball down the field. Like I said, they're a tough team to stop. And then um, June mishandled that pitch, and we were able to get the ball back with seven minutes to go, and then were able to run out the rest of that time on the clock. So if they can keep the ball uh, off the ground, keep it from um, turnover, they're a very tough team to stop.
1: What was it like practicing on Thanksgiving and being around the guys during a holiday like that?
2: Oh it it was great, it was um, they went out there having Christian music, um just seeing the kids being because kids, we didn't want to be laid back, relaxed, and they were out there having a great time, you know, it was cold at first, and then it warmed up, and then you just seen how happy everybody was out there. um the parents came in, gave us um our normal Thursday breakfast, and then um uh, gave them the rest of the week um rest of the day off and get ready for Friday, so it was fun, I think I did a one other fifteen when we went to the state championship.
1: Rose High School seven thirty kickoff with Jacksonville, the Rampants, the number six seed. Jacksonville as the number thirteen seed. Before we let you go, Coach, what is the key to winning this this next week?
2: Again, you know, the 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 thing is that we done played I think all Four teams on the play have run the ball, and now we got another team that's like running the ball. So, you know, we're getting a heavy dose of teams that like to try to run the ball on us. And, you know, like I said last week, the last four weeks, the key is we can stop that run and minimize the big plays and play on their side of the ball on defense, Then we have a big shot at winning this game. Um, we want to try to get them out of their element, try to get them to throw the ball a little more than what they're used to. Um, I think we have some really good backs, um, takedowns, that we we rely on and then our offense we got to get the ball into our playmaker hand i think michael allen has um got better better each playoff and he's playing some of his best football right now and will taylor has grown tremendously since the start of the season and he's one of the top quarterbacks i believe in the state right now the way the way he's performing so we just need to get be get him get the ball to our playmakers and uh we'll hopefully come out victorious
1: We were scheduled to have Bo Williams on to talk about the game as well. He had class at 1245, so we couldn't get him on. Uh, But he's got ties to Greenville with his dad Chip coaching at uh, J.H. Rose and at Newbern and Bertie. and So he's got ties to Eastern North Carolina as well. And that, to me, was one of the neat things about the Tuesday night game when you guys played because I had a chance to uh, interview you live in one segment, had him live in the other segment, and just getting everybody ready to go. We'll try to do that again on Friday night if that's good with you because uh, I I think the the fans at home kind of like to get fired up for a Friday night.
2: I think so, too. And, you know, both ever since I became the head coach in this conference, he's been great. Uh, we get along. We talk great. Uh, you know, if I need anything from him, uh, you can give him a call. So he's a great guy to be around. He does a, a fantastic job over there at Jacksonville. So I look forward to seeing him again this week. All right, Will Bland,
1: the head coach of the Rapids. Coach, good luck on Friday night.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you. And go uh,
1: happy. All right. Will Bland, the head coach of J.H. Rose, Rose in Jacksonville. 7.30 kickoff coming up on Friday night as the Eastern Finals in high school football. Before we go to break, let's take a look at some of the other matchups that are coming up. Tarboro and the Vikings, they're in the regional finals for the sixth straight year. It's the 11th regional final for the Vikings since 2008. Think about that. The Vikings last failed to advance to a state championship game was in 2016 when Wallace Rose Hill took them down in the 1AA regional final. So Tarboro is a fixture in the state playoffs for Jeff Crowdock and company. Uh, Tarboro will play host to a Pender team that looked pretty good last week against Northside. They built a big lead against Northside and then held off and uh, won that football game 34-28, knocking off the number two seed in the East. Pender County is the number six seed. That's in the 1A bracket. In the 2A bracket, Prince Princeton is 13 and 0, and they look good. Rolling by number five, St. Paul's 45-28. But Wallace Rose Hill pulled off what I thought was a huge upset. The Bulldogs went to Northeastern up in Elizabeth City and rolled to a 57-22 win. So congratulations to Wallace Rose Hill, and they will play Princeton at Princeton coming up in the Eastern Finals on Friday night. As we said, the 3A matchup rose as the sixth seed, playing host to 13 seed Jacksonville, Rampants at 10-4. Jacksonville at eleven and two. Jacksonville's two losses were to J. H. Rose and to D. H. Conley. And Rose and Jacksonville last met in a playoff game, two thousand two in the four-A playoffs when the Rampants shut out Jacksonville forty six-nothing. I don't think we'll see a forty-six-nothing game this time out because I think Bo Williams and company have a really talented football team, and they're going to give Rose all they want and then some. But the Rampants have played really, really, really well. They they started the season 0 and three. They bounced back. Their only loss uh, since that 0 and three start was to Newburn, and they got pounded by the Bears, uh, and that really that cost them the. Uh, The big Carolina 3A, 4A championship, but they won the 3A side, thus they were the number six seed in the playoffs. But since the playoffs have started, they have really, really played well, and they knocked off Scotland County last week 49 28 was that final count. All right, let's take our final break right now. We'll come back and then we'll have some closing thoughts. We'll have an update on the Mike Houston situation with Virginia Tech, the very latest, and more coming up on The Brian Bailey Show right after this. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back, just how you remembered it. Tailgates with an ice-cold Pepsi in hand, totally back. That between-play sprint to the fridge for more Pepsi, it's back, baby. (laughs) I really missed this. Anyways, consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment, your mom told us you look great, so you should probably reschedule Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages.
4: It's been so long.
1: Nope, sorry Susan, not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like.
3: Hi, this is Billy Parker from Parker's Barbecue. Did you know that we cater? Let us cater your next private event, church gathering, or backyard party. From traditional pick pickings to regular chopped barbecue, Parker's has anything you need. Parker's, where you're always treated like family. There's no better time to drive
0: away with a quality pre owned car, truck, or SUV from Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World is your authorized rough country dealer. We specialize in lift and leveling kits along with custom wheel packages. Whether you're looking for ground clearance or enhancing the appearance of your vehicle, trust our team for your off-road experience. Greenville Auto World, 3840 South Charles Boulevard, across from Hardee's at Bell's Fork, or online at greenvilleautoworld.net.
1: The Angus Grill is the premier location for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us and experience original flavors, quality service, and an upbeat environment. We've got five outstanding locations in eastern North Carolina, in Winterville near Pitt Community College, in Wilmington on 4th Street, and three locations right here in Greenville, East 10th Street near the Walmart, Jarvis Street in Uptown, and in our newest location on Stattensburg Road near the hospital at the former CPW's location. It's the best burger around. Angus Grill. The convenience of Pitt-Greenville Airport is waiting just outside your front door. Service is back so you're connected to destinations worldwide through flights from American Airlines. Plan your next trip. Book your flights today at flypgv.com
3: or aa.com. Holiday time is precious. Save time and fly local at flypgv.com. Book today on American Airlines at PGV and enjoy the friendly convenience of flying from your local airport. American Airlines and PGV. Book now at flypgv.com. PGV, where the pirates fly.
1: Hey, Pirate Nation, this is Holt Nailers, and I couldn't do my job without my offensive line keeping me safe. Make sure your employees are safe by using ArcPoint Labs for your medical testing needs. From pre-employment testing to COVID test, ArcPoint Labs is there to serve Eastern North Carolina with accurate, reliable, confidential testing. Schedule an appointment at any of their six Eastern North Carolina locations or visiting them online at arcpointlabs.com. Go Pirates!
0: This is Coach Gary Overton, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show. Now, back to Brian.
1: Hi, welcome back on this Monday. As we wrap things up on this edition of the Brian Bailey Show, again, J.H. Rose set to host the Eastern Finals this week against the Jacksonville Cardinals. Rose the 6th seed, Jacksonville in as the 13th seed. In case you missed it earlier, Steve Beck was my guest, the president and executive director of the Military Bowl. If you are interested in going to the bowl game, a couple of uh, things to note. The uh, East Carolina Hotel is the Capital Hilton, and there is a block of rooms for fans. I'm not sure if there's a minimum stay or not, because I know the team will be there over Christmas, the so Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, uh, the, Monday, the Monday after Christmas would be the date of the bowl game. There are also the uh, team hotels, the fan hotels in Annapolis, and the East Carolina Hotel for that is the Graduate Annapolis, and all of that is on the website of the uh, Military Bowl website. You can get all of that information. Sunday looks like it's going to be a real Really big day, so if you want to spend Christmas at home and then go up on Sunday, go up early. Uh, they've got the miracle on Annapolis Street, which is kind of like a, a big uh, what they call it? a street festival with beverages, music, games, and that kind of thing. They've got the scavenger hunt for the military bowl, which I didn't understand exactly what that was, but it sounded like it was kind of fun. And then the military bowl pub crawl, which I think we were all kind of vested interest in some of that. But uh, that's some four o'clock until, and until is capitalized, so that should be a lot of fun for pirate fans. And then of course. Monday, the Military Bowl has the parade early on. And then the kickoff, uh, as Steve said, usually the Military Bowl kicks off about 1. This year, they've got a later kickoff at 2.30, and it will be televised on ESPN. So we've got that going on. We've also got the rumors going on with Virginia Tech and their coaching search. And uh, you know what's really difficult about coaching searches these days is that anybody and everybody can tweet out whatever they want to tweet out, and they're not held accountable. And so people will put out, hey, you know somebody put out yesterday that coach Houston had already signed some kind of document saying he would be the next coach at Virginia Tech. Now, I don't I don't know for sure 100% either way. In this kind of instance though, you have to know what you know. And here's what I know. I know at noon on Saturday, Coach Houston and John Gilbert had a little mini press conference to talk about the bowl game. I know that Coach Houston's main concern was a turkey he was cooking in his green egg. And that's the thing that he really talked to. I got to get home. I got a, I got a turkey going in the green egg. And I joked with him that they had a fire report uh, in his neighborhood, maybe his turkey he was already getting burned up, but that wasn't the case. But that told me that there was nothing going on that was imminent now coach houston was at the basketball game at one of the timeouts in the first half he spoke to the crowd we get up this morning and coach houston sends out a tweet saying hey you know we've already sold a thousand tickets to the military bowl get your tickets looking forward to it so all indications to me on this end say that coach houston's fine where he's at he's staying put but you have to look at everything because, as we said earlier, Lincoln Riley looked right at everybody and said he wasn't going to be the coach at LSU, which was true. Didn't mention anything about Southern Cal. And from Oklahoma, he goes to USC. These things tend to happen very quickly. Uh, I think back when Coach Houston was hired and what all went on with that search, and, and that was done very quickly. If you remember that week, I mean, that was the state week uh, leading up to it. Uh, Scotty Montgomery was let go on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday that week. And then, you know, it, it just kind of snowballed. And that was one of the rare instances where really the only candidate that rose to the top was Mike Houston. I mean, nobody, you know, we didn't have a long list of candidates. You know, some of the things I've seen today, Houston's on a long list of candidates. I don't know where he is in the pecking order. I know he has connections with the AD there because of the James Madison situation uh, when Coach Houston was there. But It just seems to me that as we sit here right now, it's much ado about nothing. Now, that can change in a heartbeat. It can change when I get off the air right now. It could have already changed. But we'll just have to wait and see how that baby plays out. But hopefully, we'll all go to Annapolis for the bowl game. and uh, It's just a great opportunity for East Carolina Pirate football to play an ACC team. As Steve Beck said, uh, it'll be between most likely Virginia Tech, Virginia, North Carolina, Louisville, or Boston College. It's all in the pecking order, and he said that he didn't expect to find out anything until sunday sometimes things will leak out before that so if some of the uh, choices by the acc if if they're selected earlier than sunday you know but but the first choice can't come until after the championship game saturday so it'd have to be late night into the morning on sunday but sometimes those things do leak out but as we sit here right now probably a regional matchup Virginia Tech, Virginia or North Carolina would all be very attractive I think to Pirate fans and Louisville or Boston College either one uh, wouldn't matter really for the Pirates because they just want to go to the bowl game and Mike Houston has said we want to go to the bowl game and we want to win the bowl game because the Pirates haven't been to a bowl since the uh, 2014 season so it's been 7 years but East Carolina is back and bowling so that's the good news there. Well, of course on Pirate Radio have plenty more all day long on the military bowl today and also we'll continue to update The Mike Houston situation, as I said earlier in my show, I sent Coach Houston a text this morning. He said he was going to address everything about the rumors on his coach's show tonight. So we won't hear anything, probably, unless he tweets something out. But if he doesn't, it'll come on his coach's show tonight. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. And as I speculated, I don't think you would say you're taking another job on your coach's show. So that looks to be another sign that it's good news for East Carolina and for Mike Houston continuing on as the head coach. Of the Pirates. All right, wrapping things up on this edition of the Brian Bailey show, I want to thank Will Bland, the J. H. Rose head coach. His rampants are on quite a roll, and they will play Jacksonville coming up on Friday night in the Eastern Finals. Another big Friday in football and in sports in eastern North Carolina, but that will be a lot of fun. Also want to thank Steve Beck, the president and executive director of the Military Bowl, as we look forward to spending the holidays up in DC and Annapolis with East Carolina and the Military Bowl. We'll see you back here next week. On the Brian Bailey Show.
0: This has been the Brian Bailey Show, brought to you by Angus Grill, Boston sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, The Gavigan Agency, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Pepsi, Seared Chop House, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, BMS Builders, and the Rick House. Join us next time for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.